0: Hey, can we talk about Tony's mental collapse when I asked him to read?
1: <laughs> he just forgot how to read.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was just like... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck?
1: He's like, Matt Ryan... Uh, okay, I don't know about that, but... I'm like, I'm uh, <laughs> 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 do,
0: do you have the show sheet?
1: Uh, Yeah, I can click on it.
0: And so you you can see my notes on the Bucks minus six. (laughs) (laughs) Best bets of the week. Welcome back to Best Bets of the Week. This is Corey. I'm here with my best bets of the week. I always go first because I'm superior to Daniel. I'm nine and eleven. Daniel, Daniel's nine and eleven. Uh, I had a big comeback week last week, three and one on the bets. Uh, I think I'm about 500 on the year. I need to look up the exact stat. Uh, let's get straight into the bets. We're going to continue three in the one, uh, the three and one record each week. I kind of changed my philosophy last week. I wasn't looking at these giant spreads kind of like I was earlier this year with the home teams and the away teams. Uh, there are a lot of weeks where I had all away teams. So I've kind of changed my philosophy. I think we can get back to the regular. My first game, I've got the Ravens minus 13 versus the Jags. The Ravens are at home. The Ravens almost dropped 50 against the Browns, and the Browns' defense is way better than the Jags, and not to mention that the Jags don't even have an offense. Um, I don't think the Jags will be able to keep up. They do have Minshew. Um, I don't know. I haven't looked into it too much. I guess he could be starting. I guess there's a chance for Minshew magic. But I think the Ravens are going to finish the season undefeated. They got some cupcake opponents. I think yeah. the Ravens easily cover the 13 right now.
2: What about wait, oh, wait, wait, second. wait, wait. Can we talk about the Ravens real quick? Uh, what about the Monday night game? Real quick, can we please talk about this? Separate from the yeah. bets. Like, what about how? Because listen, honest truth, I fell asleep with like Game of the Year. I fell asleep with year. four minutes to go, and I feel like I missed the Game of the Year. Ugh. I know I uh-huh. felt, I missed it. So is Lamar. So I want Corey and Daniel to talk about real quick, is Lamar Jackson? Like, is he a key to an offense? Like, and I would, and just talk about, please, the two of you, what just happened on Monday night?
1: Go ahead, Corey. You're the Lamar Jackson hater.
0: So, all right, I'll be honest. I had the, I bought up the over under plus six, but I think it was like 50 something at halftime. I knew it wasn't going to hit. So I turned the game off, but I know what happened. Um, here's what I have to say. Lamar Jackson is not a passing quarterback, but he is a special player. He can win this team football games. How long it'll last. I don't know, but with his, his passing abilities above average, I would say like he can get it done in the NFL, which is impressive but his running ability and just like that threat alone and that team's running game is enough to win games they have a good defense he he is a special player i'll give him that i i wouldn't say he's an elite quarterback he's kind of i would i'd put him in just like a different tier of player not like i don't know if quarterback's the right place for him but um it, the nfl's evolving and he he's a special player i'll i'll give him that
1: And at the resident Ravens fan, I will agree with everything that Corey just said.
2: But wait a minute. Where's the Lamar Jackson just fucking grabbed that game by its balls and earned it back. Like where's that gusto? Because that game, I fell asleep in the last two minutes, but from what I understand, there was a, an entire game played in two minutes of football. Is that true or not true?
1: Uh, I mean, that's true, but, I don't credit the whole game to Lamar Jackson. I mean, he did, when he went out, the Ravens obviously struggled. And then when he came back in, he came back in on a fourth down and converted that fourth down around the 50-yard line for a touchdown. So he he is a game changer, and I don't think Corey would deny that. But up until that play, he, hasn't, he hadn't played a very good quarterback game. I mean, he didn't pass for very many yards. Um, he, he had like for six a attempts
0: at halftime. Or something.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, he was just kind of taking what the Browns gave him and the Browns were making him kind of pass and he was just outrunning the, the quarterback spy basically on the defense. And he was just running for, you know, as many yards as he could to keep the game alive. But, um, you know, I, I agree with Corey. I really do. He, I, I don't know how long it's going to last. Um, he's not just, if you put Lamar Jackson in the pocket and keep him in the pocket, you know, you're probably going to beat the Ravens, but that's the problem is that not many teams can keep him in the pocket. He's just that good of an
2: athlete. That was not the point. The point is, Corey, what was the bet? What was your bet on that game? The, what was the bet? What got us here?
0: Uh, I've got the Ravens minus 13 against the Jags. That's the
2: point. The Ravens minus 13 against the Jags. Next, Corey. Go and ahead. I
1: agree with that as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's, I just don't think the Jags can keep up. Um, I don't I don't see the Ravens putting up like a boatload of points, like 50 like they did. But, yeah, you know, they could win 31-10 easily. So uh, my next pick is Washington plus five and a half versus the Seahawks. Washington's at home probably my least favorite game of the week, but I it's the game I've had my eye on all week. Uh, the things that scare me about this game is Smith could be out. Um, I don't think that's the big issue. Uh, I'm just going to ride the hot streak with Washington. Like every year there's a team that just kind of like they have that miracle. I feel like the Colts have been there. They they just have a miracle run. Um, Washington's going to ride this hot streak. They, don't, they may not have Alex Smith, but they do have Chase Young, the best pass rusher in the league, I think, and next to Aaron Donald. The guy's a freak. He's uh, ran back touchdowns. He has plenty of sacks. Um, I think they can hold down Russell Wilson. The Seahawks are traveling all the way to the East Coast for a 1 o'clock game, which is like it's 9 a.m. on the West Coast. So it's going to be weird for the Seahawks. Washington's playing well. Um, Like I said, least favorite game of the week. This one may not hit, but I'm just going to ride the hot streak. Um, and then my next game, I've got the Bucks minus six at the Falcons. If you guys could do me a favor, one of you, and just go ahead and read my notes, and that'll be my explanation for the game.
2: Oh, I, I saw the notes. Do you want me to actually read them out loud? Yeah, read them line by line. Okay, for the, for the Bucks, minus six and a half at Falcons, right? Correct. Fuck the Falcons. Never hit when I bet them. Bet against them. Fuck Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan loves to take sacks in the field goal range. And no. Matt Ryan is athletic than Peyton Manning. Matt Ryan's less athletic, less athletic than Peyton Manning. Okay. Um, no Julio Jones. No points. Okay, I'll get that. No Julio Jones. No Matt Ryan. How? This is a really long risk, Corey. Corey, Are you, Todd. <laughs> read it I can't read the whole thing I could this is a whole podcast of lists oh my god what's the real reason what is going on
0: here I'll continue no Julio Jones equals no points no Julio Jones equals Matt Ryan is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL Fuck, fuck the Falcons again Falcons jerseys are stupid Tom Brady is better than Matt Ryan barely Bucks have a good pass rusher. <laughs> I can't remember his name, but he's about to get paid. Good pass rusher versus <laughs> Matt Ryan. <laughs> who, who is this? Good pass Who's rusher versus...
1: Rusher?
0: Uh, I think it's Barrett. Uh equals oh, it's more sa-
1: Jack Barrett. Yeah. Jack Barrett. Yep.
0: That A good pass rusher versus Matt Ryan equals more sacks in field goal range. More sacks in field goal range equals no points and no points equals losing by seven points or more against the Bucks. My fourth (laughs) bet of the week.
1: (laughs) Love
2: it.
0: I have the chiefs minus three at the saints. Uh, I just searched this game real quick. I didn't love it at first, but I'm from what I'm reading breeze is doubtful. Um, The chiefs are the best team in the league. The Saints have been struggling to put up points. The Chiefs are going to win this game by more than three. So there's my picks: Ravens minus thirteen, Washington plus five and a half, Bucks minus six and a half, and the Chiefs minus three. Thank you.
2: What's the record with Corey and Daniel in the? We are
1: tied.
2: Wow. Yeah, we're done. I'm on it. 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 Wait. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) This week on Marriage Counseling and Divorce Court, Daniel and Corey are tied half and half. (laughs) 50-50. One each, but neither one gets anything. What will happen? Will it be the over-under? Will it be the money line? Listen up marriage counseling or divorce court. Court, 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 court. Court, court, court. Okay, guys, come on. Come on, guys. You know what to do. Come on, guys. Make your bets. That's what you do.
1: No, I loved
2: it. Well, yeah, I know, I know. Okay. What? But just make your bets. I don't know how to transition from marriage counseling and divorce court into making your bets, so just do it.
1: Oh. Okay, well, uh, Corey and I are both a wonderful 9 and 11. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I listened to Corey's best bets of this week, and I love them. And these over-unders, I love them too. So I'm going to get right to it. Houston, Indianapolis. So I bet them a couple weeks ago. And the over-under on that game, I believe we were talking about was about 52, maybe 51 and a half. And I think we were talking about how we were kind of shocked that it wasn't more. And they didn't end up hitting the over. Um, I think these these teams know each other. Um, Houston has had some bad beats with Will Fuller coming out. Brandon Cook's getting injured. David Johnson was on COVID last week. He was on the COVID list. So the over-under is 51 again, and I think it's going under. Uh, usually I think this is a high-scoring affair, but the Colts showed that they are a stellar defense when everybody is there. Uh, DeForest Buckner is a force to be reckoned with, and I think he's going to just stop every bit of this this Texans team when they try to run. Um, I don't. I don't think he, Houston had a horrible outing against the Bears last week. This Bears team is not not that good. So uh, as, as far as the defense, so I think this game's going under. I think the Colts are just going to dominate this game and just kind of cruise into the postseason. So fifty-one. I'm taking the under on the Colts Houston game. Um, the New England Miami Dolphins game. This one is an interesting one because. New England shut down Justin Herbert and this is a rookie that was on fire uh Tua after last week is just pumped up uh, because he had a great game and uh, I I just feel like this game just spells under for me uh Miami's defense you know it's it's pretty good I know it's hard to contain Pat Mahomes but Miami's defense is really good and New England's defense when they scheme right when they plan right it's pretty good and they under Bill Belichick they just shut down rookie QBs and I know Tua is a little different but um, the over-under in this game is already low and I think that's because of that but it's 42 and I think this game still hits the under. Uh, Last week I got you know, just overconfident with these teams and trying to hit a bunch of the overs and just teams just didn't show up. And I think, I think we're going to get a little taste of that this week too. I'm taking the under as well on the New England Miami game at 42. So, um, you're kind of going to, you're going to see a theme here. I took three overs last week. I'm taking three unders this week. And the next under I'm taking here is San Francisco and Dallas. Um, San Francisco's defense is not as bad as it has appeared. Um, their offense has kind of been okay. Nick Mullins is not great, but he's okay. Dallas's defense is horrible. Uh, but Dallas going up against that San Francisco D is kind of questionable here. I know Zeke loves to go against San Francisco, but um, it's just kind of a matter of how Andy Dalton will play. But the over-under is 45. I'm taking the under on this as well. I I feel like this is going to kind of just be a boring game. San Francisco and Dallas, these aren't two show-stopping offenses. And I know Andy Dalton did well against Cincinnati, his previous team last week. But um, I just don't think he's going to have that good of a success against San Francisco. So um, I'm taking the under on that as well. So um, those are my three unders. My over this week. I, You know, I've bet against Chicago a couple different times within the last few weeks of going the under. I'm taking the over. So the Chicago-Minnesota game, the over-under is 47. Minnesota has won, I think it's five of the last seven, and it would have been six of the last seven if it wouldn't have been for this past week. And Dan Bailey, I don't know... I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but every field goal that Dan Bailey missed this week was just awful. He was like 0 for 9, it felt like. And every single one, it felt like he was aiming for the tunnel. He didn't even hit the net. These games have been so much I saw a
0: uh, – <laughs> I saw a – a picture online. It was like a, it was a game of madness. It had Dan Bailey was on the left hash on like the five yard line. He was pointing it wide all the way to the left.
1: <laughs> oh God, dude, he was absolutely horrible this week. I mean, he missed an extra point, and I swear to God, he missed three field goals, and not one of them hit the net. It, it was so bad. And I kept looking, like, after the second miss, I was like, well, maybe there's a bunch of wind, and I looked after, they scored zero wind. (laughs) Those flags weren't moving. It was horrible. (laughs) So that game would have been a little bit more interesting if Dan Bailey, you know, showed up, but... I think Chicago, the way they've been playing, um, their defense has kind of let them down a little bit. But Mitch Trubisky has actually come on a little bit. And Allen Robinson's been good. David Montgomery has been on fire. Uh, And Minnesota, um, they've they've been on fire too. Dalvin Cook is still healthy this time of year. Um, I think this is going to be a good game. It's indoors, so 47. I'm taking the over on that. So San Francisco-Dallas, 45, taking the under. New England-Miami, 42. I'm taking the under, Houston, Indianapolis, fifty-one. I'm taking the under, and Chicago, Minnesota, forty-seven. I'm taking the over.
0: You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay up. in the huddle. The huddle up.
2: Team on three, one,
0: two, three. three. I'm an unknown number of beers deep.